saying at the beginning anymore. I do. It feels like you don't. Oh my God, let's do it. Wow, you're gonna leave me see, fucking hanging? See how it feels to be left hanging? I was looking at my notes. <laughs> I would never intentionally leave I do you have hanging. my period. Oh. <laughs> I'm in a terrible mood. I'm supposed to get mine today. We'll talk more about that later. I will take the baby. I will raise your baby. Uh, what? I'm cutting that. <laughs> Why? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We'll if you're pregnant, pregnant I'll raise your baby. I'm not pregnant. Wow. But I'd be a really good fucking mother. I know you would. That's not the issue. Guys, this is adult shit <laughs> with a one. The podcast where we fuck up so you don't have to. I'm so, Kelsey. And I'm Kate. And this is our podcast. What? What's happening? Guys, we have a really cool guest today I'm really excited about. Uh, she was one of the most requested and tagged people when we asked who you wanted to see on the podcast. Yep. Make sure you stick around for that. That was a teaser. It was a little teaser. That's what that was. Um, She'll be here in a little while. So, Kelsey, last time uh, we talked, your sister had some... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Health issues. Quick update. We don't have all the answers yet, but the good news is it's not MS and it's not AIDS or HIV. Awesome. Which are two big things we can cross off the list. Hell yeah. They think it might be some sort of B12 deficiency. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Uh... Iron. Something like that. It's, it could also be still some sort of autoimmune. Like I said, we don't have all the answers, but she's getting, she's doing shots daily to kind of help whatever the fuck is going on in her spine. And we're really happy. So thanks everybody who sent positive vibes. It made me feel really good. Segway. Holiday party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Last podcast, uh, I talked about... How I was yet again rejected. <laughs> wow, yet again, really? Christmas, this guy. Wow. I have known nothing but rejection. Okay. Anyway, last week I talked <laughs> about, I, I was hinting about possibly not going to the holiday party because I was going to go on a friend hangout with someone who didn't want to date me. And then, I should wipe that smug look right off your god dick face. I'm just happy you came. I like hanging out with you. You guys didn't talk ever since you said, okay, we'll hang out sometime. No. Okay, fine. And then I didn't want to because I was like, oh, okay, he's just being nice. So I'm not gonna. So I went to the holiday party instead, and that shit was fun. I didn't really see you. I felt like I was chasing you, like a girl chasing a boy she likes in high school. Like, hang out with me, and you didn't want to hang out. That's not true. Yeah. Why would you wait until right now to confront me about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt like I wanted to confront you about Like, I was hanging out with Stove, our friend uh-huh. Stephen Cantor. All you guys know him from BuzzFeed. And we, we kept being like, is it just us or is Kate avoiding us? Like, every time we would come up no, to you, No, you guys just you took would leave. so long. You were taking so long to go to all the things I wanted to do. I, I had a... Listen, I have learned over my years of holiday parties that if you don't do what you want to right now, it, it's not going to happen. We did talk about these mac and cheese balls. I, I learned a lesson from not getting those macaroni and cheese balls when I could have. And then I spent the whole party chasing them. So I, I needed to go. I needed to get my palm red. I needed to talk to that... Me- I was going to call him a musician. Magician. <laughs> Who? Oh, little sexist. He, yeah. Okay, here's the thing is he's a magician at the Magic Castle, which is a really hard restaurant club to get into. Neil Patrick Harris owns it in Los Angeles. He owns it? Yeah. Or I he's the he was, president. He's the president uh, of the Magic Committee or whatever. Yeah. And it's really hard and you can't get in unless you know a magician. And so this guy was a magician who was like very open to the idea of inviting us to the club as his guests. And then he started performing his tricks and was like hella sexist. And I was like, 
I don't want to go, but I still want to go to the Magic Castle, but not as know. your guest. I don't know if he was sexist as much as he was hacky. Like, oh, just hacky in the stuff he was saying. He Which was is weird, because magicians are usually not hacky at, at all. all. <laughs> no, but he was, like, making jokes about, like, women and shit. Being yeah. like, oh, a typical woman. Can't make up her mind. Or, like, uh, I mean, like, just little things. Yeah. Little micro. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? Whenever something like that happens, I always, like, my immediate thought is, oh, he didn't mean it. Like, oh, he Yeah, because you believe it. in the good in people. Yeah, but there's... Anyway, um, the difference between guilt and shame. And, like, a lot of people who experience a lot of shame, it means I am bad. Instead of, so, like, say you do something, you mess up in some way. Like, oh, I just spilled my coffee. I Shame is I, I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot because I spilled my coffee. And then guilt is, oh, that was a silly thing for me to have done. Why well, didn't I look? Oh, well, I'm still a person yeah. who made a mistake. And I think a lot of times when you do that to yourself, when you're like, I'm an idiot or I'm bad, and then you see someone else make a mistake, you give them kind of like the leeway that you don't, don't give even yourself. give yourself. So when I see or hear someone do something like kind of shitty, I think that's why a lot of women get into like not so great relationships mm-hmm. or whatever is that there's already that sense of shame. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to like, you know, acknowledging someone else for being human yeah yeah, but then then you sort of talk yourself out of your own necessary boundaries with certain people so like yeah you let you let shit slide like in my head i'm like oh we should maybe cut like this is what i'm really thinking like oh we should maybe cut the magician stuff because what if we you know what if it gets back to him somehow? And, like, isn't that bananas? That's fucking crazy. Is that... And even on the last podcast, we said, like, if there was a way that you can help someone become a better person or more aware of behavior, like, why wouldn't you and want them not, to know? But it's not even conscious. I'm just sort of like, oh, yeah. he's just a guy trying. And then it's like, oh, but your actions and mean it's a, stuff. In a to be weird way, it was a... In a weird way, stick with me. It was a power dynamic. He was the center of the attention. Right. He was performing a trick. Yeah. We were trying to respect his, like, yeah. job and boundaries. But I I think we do that too with like men in power where we say we let things slide and we we laugh at jokes we wouldn't normally do because we're trying to like appease someone or or we don't want them to feel bad god forbid somehow they feel bad i've thought about this for a while is that like we've laughed at how many dick jokes you know what i mean like that guys it's but like from a guy's perspective And then there was a time when I was even doing stand-up when a woman would, like, talk about her vagina or whatever. And I wouldn't be like, hell yeah, turn the tables. I'd be like, oh, they're not going to like this. Yeah. Oh, he's going to get mad. Yeah. It's because it's not you, – traditionally, you're not supposed to talk about that But it's shit. just so interesting because uh, – I don't know. It's just annoying. Because it's like, how many times can I hear about you slapping a girl in the face with your dick? First of all, what? <laughs> oh, I've heard many stand-up talk about <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're giving a blowjob, that's kind of hot. But, like, not if you're just... I don't understand the physics behind that. Well, it depends on where you are. And it's kind of like a little bit like a a power thing where they hit you in the face with their dick a little bit to be like, yeah, suck this. It's a... Some people are into it. Okay. I won't pass judgment. Yeah. If anyone tries to hit me in the face with their dick, I'm biting the tip off. If you're not giving a blowjob, then do definitely bite the tip off. (laughs) For sure, that is so rude. Someone just hit you with their fucking dick. I went up to someone and just smashed them with my pussy. Yeah, <laughs> pussy smash, pussy smash. <laughs> They're just sitting there watching TV eating a bagel, and I just walk over. <laughs> 
See, yeah. but like that too is like guy. I feel like guys use their dick as humor because they are so insecure about their dick and sexuality. Like they'll be like, "Oh my dick, my balls, it's so goofy looking." Because I don't, I'm not really comfortable with it. So let me make it kind of a joke. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm I don't know if that's just a why. Thought. I don't know. I think that it's just like a. I don't know. It's like a thing that everyone talks about. Yeah, we need to make it more normal for us to just talk about our regimes. Speaking of talking about our regimes, look at that segue. That was good. That was good. It made sense. I want to talk about my vagine for a second. <laughs> I know I never do this, uh, but I've, I've got some issues. I got issues, man. I got fucking issues. Yeah. I feel like I take care of my vagina really well, and I'm very close friends with it. It has been through a lot. You get it a lot. Yeah, but I, like, there is something always fucking wrong with my vagina. If it's not a UTI or a yeast infection or fucking my underwear is too tight on it causing razor burn or I've got cysts. I had cysts for a long time or fucking some shit is always wrong with my vagina. And then here's my anger is that fucking they give you antibiotics for your vagina, for anything, and then those antibiotics always give me a fucking yeast infection. <laughs> so then I have to take medication for that, and it's a cycle that never fucking ends. It's UTI, yeast infection, antibiotics, UTI, yeast infection, antibiotics, and I feel like, who's making these meds? Why Why am I so cursed with a, a overactive vagine when some girls I know have never even had a UTI before? Mm, lucky. Have you never had one? No, I've had one. And a yeast infection? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I used to swim. I was a swimmer, so oh, I got yeah. them. Oh, yeah. I used to... Oh, God. When that I would go to, deep. like... That was deep. It was a little yeah. wet. Um, and I would go to the gym, and then I'd come home, and the, I wouldn't necessarily change... Yeah, you change. just sit in your bathing suit, because... Yeah. You're a kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, I've gotten them when I was an adult for being like, I'm too tired to shower. I'm just going to yeah. eat lunch now and then take a nap <laughs> in my clothes. Disgusting. It's not disgusting. I just, it's, I find it really annoying that I can do everything I can and like the second I have sex, something happens to my vagine, whether it be spotting or like it hurts or I don't know. It's just, it's always something going on. I wonder if there's something for that. Something that's not like a medicine or something like that, like yeah. a practice of some sort. Yeah. Like, for example, every time I have a cut and then I go in the ocean. <laughs> It helps the cut. I just need to like sit in a tin of water. Every I think you time. need to sit in the ocean, bare vagged. Oh, and just I did, let those waves. I did put my laser on it. My laser from the chronic pain episode we did. I just straight up shoved my laser up in there. <laughs> Because I was like, who knows? Maybe this will help cure a yeast infection. But now I'm like... Are you maybe allergic to the condoms that you don't use? <laughs> wow, bitch. Okay, let's fucking go there then. I guess that ties into the baby joke that you made in the beginning. <sighs> okay. I'm so sorry. It was just such a good joke. You're such a bitch. <laughs> Okay, look, <laughs> I got off birth control about six months ago. It was the best decision for me I've ever made. I know for a lot of women, it helps with their hormones. It helps balance their mood. It helps with acne. It helps prevent cysts. Yeah, there are a lot of polycystic ovarian syndrome yeah, too. Like, yeah, a lot of women need it. And I, I was that person for 12 years I was on it. And then eventually, when I started seeing my acupuncturist, he was like, I'm not going to treat you unless you get off all your meds, everything, including birth control. I was like, this motherfucker is crazy. But I was so desperate. I was in pain all the time. I said, fuck Mm -hmm. it. I'm going to try anything. So I got off everything. And the second I got off birth control, 
oh my god my mood i am so happy now i my oh. sex drive is through the goddamn roof dang my like the only thing that has happened that sucks is now i've gotten adult acne like on the bottom of my face but i just went to a dermatologist and got a bunch of meds and hey stuff adult acne happens to all of us no matter how hard we try to avoid it yeah and i didn't realize that for 12 years i could have had like pretty severe acne if yeah. i hadn't been taking the birth control so like i said i see the upsides but yeah. i also i am just so much happier without it wrapping all of that up i'm not using any protection right now with the person I'm seeing, okay, whatever, we all know who it is, my fuck buddy, because I'm an idiot. I don't know. I don't no, know. I just excuse. said that. You just, just called me said. Oh, yeah, shit, you're right. You might be being careless, but it doesn't make you a careless person. Wow, Kate, fuck. That was too truthful. That was Brene Brown coming to you through, through your old pal. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, Condoms really irritate my vag, like, to a point where I would rather not have sex than use them. Shocking. Um, I haven't looked into other options yet because, again, like, I had just gotten off of it and was kind of giving my body time to be hormone-free. There are, I know, like, the shot you can get. There are um, the copper IUD, which is what I'm looking into because it's hormone-free. I believe it's called Paragard. And I actually asked this on Twitter last night. Like, what do you guys think about Paragard? Because I know there are other... Are you just so confused? I'm not so confused. You look so I'm just... I am. I just... You went through so much. I know. And you're going through so much. I know. And women just go through so much just so they don't have a baby. I don't want kids. I have said that. Like, and I have also assured my partner that if anything were ever to happen... I, I would take the child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's not... I'm also using, like, a tracker on my app to, like, see when I'm, like... When it's safe to be doing things. Yeah. And... I just, I can't, I can't deal with going back on something that has hormones for me. Mm -hmm. I think maybe even a lot of people ask us questions they write in about methods of birth control. And I'm always hesitant to say what people should try and what they shouldn't because it's been all over the map for me with moods at least. And I don't want to fuck with that. Have you ever taken birth control? No. Um, because of like the, the hormones and stuff like that, cancer runs pretty, uh, heavy in my family and I didn't want to fuck with the hormones and all that sort of stuff. And I just don't have sex. So there was really no Well, rush. we know that that's not the reason why, main reason why people use it, is it? I don't know. I've just stayed straight away from a lot of stuff that has to do with my vagina. So I just, <laughs> <laughs> enough about my vagina. Let's keep talking about yours. <laughs> my favorite subject. Wait, I was just about, oh, okay. What I don't understand, I know people have said this before and I know it's not really helpful, but I just want to point out the fact that if you were to... You might have to cut this. Okay. I just don't understand. Like, you would take the bullets out of a gun before you would give someone a shield, right? Yeah. So why not... Why don't we have male, male birth control? Why don't we have male birth control and better gun control in America? Hey, the, what's that one uh, uh, sign that everyone was using for the women's marches and shit that was like, if my pussy was a gun... Or why is my pussy more regulated than guns? Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, it is... I mean, it's <clears> crazy <throat> that... Like I said, our generation is going to be the people that change the way... The movers and the shakers. If fucking... Laura, our guest from the Chronic Pain episode who has endometriosis, says this all the time. If endometriosis happened to men, this shit would have been solved years ago. There would have been money and research and fucking fundraisers 
out the wazoo yeah. to make this not a problem. And I think we're f- tr- just trying to find a way to make women shut up and not make us feel comfortable mm. necessarily. Whereas mm-hmm. men are automatically made to feel comfortable and safe. Imagine, imagine if we were, if there was such a thing as male birth control. Fucking with their hormones and testosterone and their mood and mood. their faces and their yeah. weight and shit. Do you know how hard it would be to convince someone after how many years it's been the women's job? Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, oh God, if they're supposed to be so big and strong and smart, figure this shit out. Why don't yeah. you take care of this? Yeah, I just feel like I'm 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 doing something really dumb right now, and I kind of know it is, but I'm also like. I don't know, not not too concerned about it. It's terrible. It's a bad thing. Like, this is not a good message for our listeners to be having sex unprotected without any form of birth control. That is fucking... Oh, God, saying it out loud makes it so much worse. Okay, but you're with someone that you trust? Yeah. To a degree. To a degree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are ways... But I think that's what's sort of hard is that it's a really weird decision. Like, there's a lot, there's sacrifice either way. Yeah. Like, there's just no way that a woman could have sex without there being some sort of sacrifice. And I, yeah, I also would like want him to know that I'm also now like putting my body again back in the hands of like a doctor and do like the procedure to put Paragard in apparently fucking hurts like shit. And then for four weeks, you have really bad cramps and then. For six cycles, it's heavier than usual. But then it goes back to normal, and people have said it's been a godsend. And some people have said it's the worst thing in their lives. It got trapped in their uterine walls, or, like, it fell out. And, like, I just heard horror stories about birth control across the board. And I think men need to know that, like, when a decision like this is made, it's not something that's done lightly or easily. I mean, are there better condoms you could use? Like, are there ones that, like, I I know I've seen so many... Commercials for like her pleasure and yeah. stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. I think also too, it's something with lube. Like I'm not allergic to the lube or anything. I know there's like lambskin condoms or whatever, but any kind that I've used have irritated or given some sort of like uh, after effect. Listeners, if you're out there and you have, if you have answers for us, let us know. Yeah, dude. I feel like a fucking idiot. Feel like it. I know. I mean, feel how you feel. Yeah. I don't want to minimize your feelings, but I need to figure it out. But hey, this is the podcast where, where I fuck up, so you guys don't have to. I'm gonna figure it out so that if you guys get in the situation like that, mm-hmm. it won't be just your grass to bear. Uh, yeah. You uh, met. You hung out with us this weekend. Me and the the DJ. We- oh. oh! <laughs> Okay, whatever. Fucking cat's out of the bag. Cat's out of the bag. He's a DJ. Okay. Fun fact: I didn't know what a DJ did. I thought they just put together a bunch of like other like a playlist. <laughs> he's like he's an engineer of music. He's he's, he's, he's pretty well. Wow, that sounded douchey. He, I'm he an produces. engineer of. He like makes all the sound. He makes music. original songs and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool to watch. It's the same way like we watch a video being made from start to finish. I think is really cool and like it's cool to watch him. Whatever. He's a fucking DJ, so we call him the DJ because it's the funny. DJ, yeah. And I didn't actually know his name for a while. I, no, yeah. I know it. Yeah, but you hung out. We came and hung out with you this mm-hmm. weekend. What'd you think? How'd it go? It was good. Because you fucking, rightfully so, felt a certain type of way about him for yeah. a while there. Yeah. I mean, I I think he's, I, I said this to you, I think he's cool. I get totally what you see about, like, seeing uh-huh. him. I think you guys get along really well. 
I'm allowed to not trust him. A hundred percent. I hope you fucking we, know. When we met, well, because we've met before, but when yeah. we, like, after everything that's happened, this is the first time we hung out, and I just put my hand out to shake it. You did? Hugging. Yeah, I just went, hello. And I, like, real, like, snotty, like a, <laughs> like a church lady, like. I didn't see that. Yeah, and then he's like, we're, do- we're doing the hug, and I was like, whatever. Aww. Then he bought me beer, and so I loosened up. <laughs> Yeah, I think, well, I hate saying this because I'm one of those people where I believe if your friends don't like a significant other, nine times out of ten, your friends are always going to be right. Yeah. And usually you're being blinded by something, you know? And so I want you to know. Dick blind. Dick, I'm being dick blinded. <laughs> Uh, I do, I do hear, and like, I think you guys are all right in feeling the way you feel. Because I felt that way too. I mean, I still kind of do. There's always going to be that. See, that's, that's interesting to me why because of course i didn't like him at first but i think that that's what's weird is that like okay if i meet someone and i'm i will if i even have a crush on someone i'm committed to the person yeah like i'm like oh no i can't like anybody else i'm committed to this person Mm -hmm. so my standards are very different Mm -hmm. than yours but i think that when you start a relationship with anybody it's like like he did full-blown shitty things Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh, kind of put you, you know, whatever. We all know. We all know. We all fucking know. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I Everyone's different. Everyone has their own story and their own yeah. way of coming together. And I feel like if you have a chance for, here it comes, get ready to be cheesy. I don't know. If you have an opportunity to let love into your life, <laughs> you know, take it as someone who, <clears throat> sorry, cries at, Absolutely everything. I'm going off the deep end. Yeah, you oh, are. bring me back. Oh, God, come back. Oh, God, I can't come out. No. It's fine. I have my period. It's, I'm gonna be, cry. it's fully your period. Here, have a bite of this sandwich. I am not eating meat. What? Since when? I told you this a thousand times. Okay. I'm not eating meat. Uh, I want to be a vegetarian. And Kelsey has openly said, you know. I am not allowing this. I don't. I, like I said, I'm your friend. And a friend's job is to be honest and bring you back down to fucking earth sometimes. And I think this weird decision of you trying to become a vegetarian, you're just limiting yourself and you're going to put all these restrictions on yourself and it's going to be a whole thing if you eat meat. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with like with calories or anything like that. It's more I feel bad for the animals. Oh. I truly feel bad for the animals and I think about that a lot. That's different. And like how people are like slaughter and stuff like that. Like I, it's not about me being like... Like, health conscious is really fucking not. It's just, I feel bad for that little pig. Oh, man. I put this on my Twitter this weekend, but I went to a seafood restaurant, and there were two crabs holding each other, hugging. And I was just like, oh, no. And I had a couple beers, and a little tear welled out of the side of my eyes, and I was just like, oh, fuck. It's a fucking crab. Why am I? Oh, God. Can you be a good person and still eat meat? Okay, guys, our guest just got here. You know her as the queen of the YouTubes, uh, host of Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig. Shit, that just gave it away. Guys, (laughs) hi, Grace. Hi, you guys. Thanks for joining us in our little janky. (laughs) No, it's this way. Oh, weird. I like everything that's happening right now. <laughs> Compared to your fancy podcast, how no, jank is this? No, it's great. I also have to admit that I was so hungover yesterday that I went on a 
deep BuzzFeed dive and oh. was watching you guys from like 2015. Oh man, so it was like, some weird stuff. Yeah, I feel like we've been hanging out for the last 24 <laughs> hours. And why were just, you so hungover? Uh, you know, it's just Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your hangover cure? Uh, literally that, like laying on a couch, like admitting to myself that I've defeated myself and not trying to fight it. Yeah, And just saying, it's okay that today is a wash. Yeah, because yeah. the worst is when you try and go out and do shit right. and then you feel bad because you can't do anything to the full capacity. Yeah, if I want to, there might be a time at some point during the day that I go, I need to like actually be a human mm-hmm. and maybe go walk on a treadmill, maybe go just be outside. Yeah. But if that doesn't happen, that's okay that's too. That's okay. And yeah. you have a dog. Dog, right, Goose. I, do. I yeah. love watching your Instagram stories when Goose goes and gets sticks. Oh uh, yeah, she's. A f- but she's I, f- I feel like dogs force you to be responsible. responsible. Absolutely, dogs have. She's not only shown me like how selfish I am, but like how <laughs> unprepared I am to ever have a child at some point because it's so much. It's, Dude, are, do you want kids? Is that something you've ever talked about? It's something that I used to be like very no on, mm-hmm. but only now I've been like maybe don't say no, but just you know right now is no. Yeah, yeah. How that's about you goodness. guys? Uh, I have two cats and same like it teaches yeah. you that you, this is the amount of responsibility that you yeah. can handle. I, and like I don't know, I don't think so. I've openly said pretty often that I don't want kids, and I I think it would have something major in my life would have to change. Right, like, same. I'd have to convert to like Mormonism and like lose like, everything. Yeah, and if a man went through the pregnancy. That, I think, would be a real game changer. Mm. Just that nine months of growing an alien inside your body Oh, that's what out. freaks me out is the idea of growing something. What was the quote that was like, the idea? Oh, no, it was Michelle Wolf, uh, her HBO special that was like, uh, she has a friend who only had one arm, and she was so furious that she could oh, grow right. a human yeah. with two arms that then walked out of her and, like, lived its life with grow something that you don't have. <laughs> do and I guess oh. that's the whole thing, right? It's like, I don't ever want my kid to be better than who I Oh, I want kids real bad. You do? I do. Oh, I like do. Like a lot of kids? Um, Not a lot. I want to make sure I have enough bandwidth to give everyone what they need. <laughs> but that's very mature. A I very mature thought. barely enough like emotional bandwidth to talk to all of my friends and keep them all updated. I just have so many friends. <laughs> so many friends, you guys. So um, many. But I thought about that the other day. I was just laying on the couch. I was like, wait a minute. At one point, me with the brain I have was inside my mother. Ew! <laughs> Why do you hate this conversation? It is the weirdest like thing. Like these oh. hands and fingers, I was like, like in a fucking womb. We all flopped, sloshed, <laughs> and were cut yeah. out of a womb. We were just in a body trough for like Ew! nine, nine months. months. Just what were we Dude, thinking about? What were we crazy. doing? We probably were so. I think I would freak out. Like, honestly, <laughs> if I got pregnant, I think I would freak out and like, I don't know. I feel like I would be on the news as one of those women that like cut her own baby outside of her. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? I think I would just I've freak out. I would freak out. But I did start uh, by accident in a hotel. Watched. Um, I didn't know I was pregnant. I was hoping you were gonna say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that show's insane, dude. God. I hope that doesn't happen to me because I want to be able to milk. That yeah. <laughs> What's the point of being pregnant if you can't fucking I be pregnant go, yeah. shit in front of everyone's face? I once face. went with my friend who is British, and she was pregnant. <laughs> story, Maybe you, but she's like just so pretty and British, and she was pregnant. And she walks into a cold stone. She goes, "Do you accept this type of card?" And literally, everyone at cold stone just went. <laughs> 
my God. They gave it to her for freaking free. Jesus. They sang without tip. They just, lo- <laughs> they loved it because you just get to, you just get to, yeah, you get to. I'm going to be British and pregnant. Oh, that's, that's not a thing you can that's do. A that's is, goals. Uh, um, well, Speaking of pregnancy, <laughs> let's segue into our fan queue. We saved this one because we thought you would be Yay. really uh, insight. I don't know. I, I can't wait to a lot of insight. you react to us yeah. asking you this question. Okay, so uh, they want to remain anonymous. This is our, like, first anonymous <laughs> question. Wait, so you get these submitted through, like, email? It, through email, yeah. through Instagram, okay. through Twits, uh, and hopefully we can help this poor young lady out. Oh, no. Uh, she says, hey, I fucking love your podcast. It's amazing, and I have a bit of a story question. So, I sucked my boyfriend's dick recently, and this was the first time I ever gave a blowjob. And it didn't go so great. I ended up gagging and throwing up. And he was super nice about it, saying it was okay, but I feel really bad. Do you have any any advice on how to get through it? I mean, it sounds like you got through it. Yeah. (laughs) You're still alive. You're alive. And it also, like, can't get worse, I guess. Oh, that's a good point. It's to try and be optimistic that that's as bad, hopefully, as it gets. Yeah, there was no blood involved. Yeah, you didn't bite it. Yeah. (laughs) It could be worse. And if he seemed okay with it, then... And it was... I mean, sure, probably PTSD a little bit from it, but... I mean, you did the best you could. It's all about intention, right? Yeah. And I think, like, when you're getting into sex, I don't, I, I'm more worried about her. Yeah. I don't want this to scar her. Like, she's now right, never no. able to do it again. Right. And then you associate, like, puking with that. So your body's, like, conditioned to, like, anytime you want to vomit. vomit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to, like, se- man, with sex, there's going to be fluids. Yeah. There's going to be fluids of all types. We never know what's going to cut. Like, usually not puke, but yeah, there will be. Yeah, hopefully not puke. But it's also like, hey, it happened. It's hilarious yeah. in hindsight. The yes. further you get away from the story, the more mm-hmm. hilarious. Very funny. And yeah. as an adult, that's kind of like a part pocket story to oh, be able to pull out that's and good. be like yeah the that, first time I gave a blowjob I puked on my boyfriend like <laughs> yeah. that's really funny as an adult female and like it could like you said it could be worse you could have had a guy that fucking shamed you mm-hmm. this is so gross and like if right. you ever encounter someone like that leave them immediately and yeah. they deserve to have their dick thrown up on yeah. but I think you should just know that Everyone has a story like this to mm-hmm. some it is capacity. Okay. And feel bad. You're allowed to feel bad about it. It's happened just now. You're allowed to be like, oh, nuts. But it doesn't yeah. mean that you'll... Now you'll never suck a dick again. I know that's what you want to say. It is. Uh, when I sucked my first dick. <laughs> These are just, you know. Because no one, no one tells you. No one tells right. you what to expect. All yeah. I knew from Cosmo was that they just like for you to swallow. <laughs> okay. So, I remember... Long story short, I was just like, I can handle it. I've taken medicine. I, I, I can do this. I can deal with this. You made someone come your first time giving a blowjob? Ugh. I have so much more to this story. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I'm jumping. I'm I jumping. I didn't. I didn't. The, I accidentally put gold bond on his dick. Oh, this story. And then he, it like really hurt him. Oh, my God. Because he thought I said, or I thought he said lotion because I thought it was time to go to bed now because I tried and I couldn't do it anymore. Oh my God. But he said lube and I gave him lotion. It was in the dark because I was embarrassed about my body. So I was like, no, no light. No light. Just feel your way around. Yeah. And so he put that on and he's just like, ah, (laughs) what happened to me? And I was like, oh, where'd you put it, you old silly goose? And we cleaned them all up good, and then I was like, well, now I have to finish. You <laughs> did? Yeah. Oh, my God. So 
so then a true testament to Kate's character. So then I felt so kind human. I know. Thank you. Uh, And then uh, so we go, and I I just was like, okay, Cosmo says swallow. Cosmo says swallow. Cosmo says swallow. You don't have the internet at this time. No, we had the internet, but not like not that. that It was just like just on. Oh, this was two years ago. Did you (laughs) not? This was college. (laughs) It was college. Uh, Everyone blooms at their own time. Uh, You're lucky. (laughs) You're fucking lucky. Okay, but then. He goes, he's like, oh, I'm going to come. Was he crying? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm crying. And I go, he's like, where should I? I was like, I'm going to get him with this one. Oh, In no. my mouth. Hey. You know what they oh, don't tell you? Like, I did this as a story before, but what they do not tell you in Cosmo is how much they produce. <laughs> Especially if it's a young man that's like. I mean, because at first I got one oh. little shot. I got one shot, oh. and I was like, oh, that's not good. And they called that a roper. And then, and then it kind of started coming out like a... <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. And I just immediately, I spit it all oh. back on his dick. And, went, oh. and then I didn't just end there. Puking would have been a compliment. It would have been a step up. What I did was spit it all back on his dick and go, oh, gross, gross as I've ever tasted in my life. Why did you let me do that? No. <laughs> Oh, see, oh, there you go. It could be way worse, honey. Yeah, and everyone's got horror stories. Like yeah, that's the everyone. Thing. It's not a singular issue. You're not yeah. alone. I think the more you talk to your girlfriends about it too, like mm. the more people will be like, right, I have a story that I also have to tell. Yeah. So, talk to a friend. This is for real. Talk to a friend who, who thinks they're really good at blowjobs. I think I'm really good at blowjobs. Because yeah. I had, I had, a, I was drunk and I was like, I'm not good at them. I don't like doing it. Uh, see, that's what I, I don't want to happen to, to her. So, but here's the thing: it's just very easy. There are tricks. There Why are you tactics. whispering? Because I'm trying. Oh, to be Oh, okay. Quieter. Sorry, they just that, have... that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we had someone come in and yell at us. Uh, and I remember my friend. My friend showed me fully how to do. They just used a brush, and they were like, "In here, here's what you do with the balls." And this is, I mean, the, also the internet is your resource now. I feel like there's so oh, much more God. information available that if I was in college now, like ten years ago, it would have been I so much more helpful. Dick yeah. for for a living. <laughs> we wouldn't be here right no, now. No, no. I would never apply to BuzzFeed. I'd just be sucking dick all the time. No, but seriously, Tumblr. Dick parade. Yeah. Have you guys ever watched porn on Tumblr? Uh, I saw there was, I looked up some tag, and I forget what tag it, I wish I remembered what it was now, but literally it was just all gay porn came oh. up, and I was like, I didn't even know that this was a thing on Tumblr. I, I didn't know that they had like terms and conditions exactly. that like <clears throat> forbid any of that or flag any of That's that. That's what I'm saying. I hope to God, I don't know how Tumblr works, I literally just use it to watch porn, but I hope <laughs> to God no one can see my search history on that shit, like it's not oh, public. Yeah. Really? I mean, the government can see everything. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, that guy knows what's up with me. He knows all my issues. So he knows the deepest parts of me. Not that the government can see what you're doing, but the fact that they they don't care because there's so much worse happening what else is happening have you guys had anything happen where you've just like looked up something randomly online and then you go check your instagram and all of a sudden that's just embedded in your feed from a different device yeah yeah it's like that we all probably have microchips in our brains yeah we're just being talked about something and it's been on there and it's terrible i went on a date with a guy who who congrats thank you You two have regular sex. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, tell us your date story. Uh, one, he wore a scarf, and Ooh. two. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's a big. Um, that's a and big I, you know what I did? I looked past it. <laughs> to get the benefit of the doubt. 
person. When someone shows you who they are, you fucking believe them. I said, ran for the hills. It wasn't even cold. It's in Los Angeles. Oh, I'm what assuming. A choice. It's in Los Angeles? Yeah. Okay. One of the one dates I went on last year. <laughs> Just kidding. That's but, okay. Uh, Wait. Are, but he, went, he, he came up with some of that software that... Oh. That could detect like how long you were on what site. I feel like you're a bad person if you do that. Like, but you're like a parking attendant. Like, you don't mean to, but you're just a yeah. You're a dick now. You're like, yeah, I could like sell people's thought process to Ugh. advertising. Companies. We're all in Black Mirror. This is all a simulation. Yep. We're all gonna die one day. AI is gonna kill us all. Are you, do you watch Black Mirror? I do. Does it give you anxiety? It does. I can only watch like <laughs> uh, max two episodes, like in, in a one sitting, sitting. Yeah. and then it's like two. I just watched the San Junipero episode, oh. which is really great. But my boyfriend talked it up that it was like this, you know, award winning over and over and over and over again. So I was like, so my expectations were so high, and it was really great. But, but then, it's a little overhyped. Yeah, and then we watched the space. Um, oh, the first episode of the, the season new four. Season? Yeah. yeah, and that one was so good that I was like, "Yeah, this one I like more than the other one." I liked the hang the DJ, the love story. I haven't princess. seen that yet. Okay, see, I'm the same with you with San Junipero. I think being a little overhyped. Where it was great, great acting, yeah. all really fun, shot really cool. Yeah, but that's every Black Mirror. I feel yeah, like. fair. Yeah, so I saw a funny tweet once that was like, "Black Mirror is just a British guy sitting alone in a room writing, saying, what if your mom was computer?'" <laughs> Oh, my God. That's Wait, really so your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Grace, you have a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. What's that like? It's, it's fun. We, it's a, I get drunk with a person now. Oh, <laughs> that's, what's, what's that like? That's um, so it's really fun. It makes you feel um, better about your choices, even though they're probably bad choices. Uh, yeah, it's great. Super How long? Because I feel like you're pretty... Pro- like you, I respect you yeah. as a YouTuber because, A, you're able to get along with everyone. Oh, and, like, you're nice. still able to do comedy, <laughs> which I feel like is hard to navigate with, like, how much shit there is to make fun of. Yeah. And that harder. you're very private with your life, but you're still very vulnerable and open in public. Thanks. So how did you navigate having a relationship being a fan of the person? Well, no, it's – and it's still, like, a constant, like, how much do I talk about? Mm. And I'm more open in this relationship, I think, because I'm more comfortable in this mm. relationship. Uh, also, he's, like, a performer, too. Yeah. And he's a stand-up comic, so, like – it's not a weird, like, I'm exploiting him mm, in any way, mm. which is something I'm really protective of. Right. Um, and I, you just also watch in the culture of things. You guys have seen, like, the YouTubers that break up and then have to explain to an oh, audience. Like, yeah. that to me is, like, a nightmare. It's, it's like stress on you. It's having, yeah, that you owe this. Yeah. And uh, my friends and I have always kind of had this silent sort of, like, code that our channels are comedy first and mm. then whatever in our personal lives second that we mm-hmm. want to reveal uh and so that's kind of just how i've navigated yeah I'm just naturally private so mm. i feel like i will once if i'm like actually fully exploiting like a reality show the grace helping reality show then yeah. i will admit that i've run out of comedy ideas and that's <laughs> kind of sad yeah. but i think there's like a healthy balance <laughs> totally i mean what, you guys do it too here at buzzfeed like you yeah. guys reveal so much of your personal life yeah i hel- i like hit a relationship <clears throat> from buzzfeeders for like a year dating yeah. someone and then just now i've that with this relationship I'm in now, or relationship, oh God, I don't want to call it that. Whatever I'm in now <laughs> is the first time that I'm kind of bringing people along the journey with. Right. Just because, I mean, this podcast is all about 
revealing our fuck ups and honesty and so I feel like I'd be lying if I didn't share some of it yeah that's the thing too once you feel good about the situation Mm. that you're in or like have a healthy like relationship with your relationship then it feels almost like you're lying to your friends by not telling them about what's going on and you should be able to share with you know and I think certain things I really like yeah talking about sensitive things because those are things that I was like craving so so much when I was younger like I remember oh man just so much of like what's happening now with like body positivity and like Mm -hmm. you know the slut walk and all of this sort of stuff I would have loved to have heard that sort of stuff when I was younger so I would have been like I'm a fucking freak I would have been like oh we're all fucking freaks sometimes we'll listen to our own podcast back and be like god damn it we're fucking smart (laughs) as shit I wish we had me as a kid we're just some great older sister yeah like okay so what did your boyfriend if he has a name, think of your job, like when you guys met. Oh, it was great because uh, we had we had known of each other for years and years, but had never met each other. Like our Venn diagram of friends, basically, mm. is just like a circle overlapped. Yeah, and so when we met, it was really nice because I started doing like improv comedy in that world, mm. and he's a stand-up, so he knew nothing about YouTube, mm-hmm. and it was so refreshing to be like, you don't know what a meme is, you don't know what. Oh scumbag god! Is. Yeah, like I literally on a plane explained to him who Scumbag Steve was. It was oh. like a beautiful moment of being That's, able to relive yeah. all of this stuff. So what a been, good gift you gave him. I know exactly, uh, and also like just watching him do stand-up he's really great at something I've never done stand-up mm. I'm terrified of it so it's a really nice balance mm. I think uh and just having someone that doesn't understand the space but doesn't disrespect it and it's still like understands yeah, what you have to it's do like slowly getting a, a hang on it but also it comes <clears throat> from that traditional world that doesn't like shit on YouTube. Yeah. you know yeah I feel like a lot of people shit on YouTube I think mainly because of not People like sitting at this table, but people like I don't know. We could cut this. We could talk about this. I fucking hate. Well, we definitely wanted to talk about that because you're the first like big YouTuber we've had on. Like, yeah, I'm looking at your notes. YouTube politics, Logan Paul. Just like what? Like I I watched that video you and Mamrie did. That was so funny. Where you guys? uh, Oh, reacted. Yeah, reacted to that, and then also where you talked about like different. Uh, YouTubers like the ants you yeah, guys are the yeah. ants which and is a fun filter like that's why yeah. Colleen is so smart as Miranda because she basically gets to say everything she wants to say mm-hmm. but filtered through a character mm-hmm. and it's like you can't be offended by yeah. it because this character is so unlikable and so the ants have become kind of that for me Miranda, yeah. which is really nice because right now no one knows what the fuck is going on and, and it's hard to comment were, on it yeah, yeah you were part of the original like OG YouTubers come up and to watch how it's changed like does it make you sad happy be proud it does disgust it a little bit of everything right because it's one of those things where we there was this weird uh like magic i think era where everyone just sort of like happened to find Mm. themselves making content as a job and Mm. it was like pure and everyone's intentions were such uh from a place of gratitude Mm. of being able to do this Mm. thing Mm. and then like you know traditional media when people realize that acting is a job and then they realize i'm gonna do that because i want money fame etc there became like a playbook for yeah. becoming a YouTuber. And so all that like genuine, pure joy kind of dissolved into now a business model. Yeah, And yeah. so it gets a little <clears throat> yucky, but it also, you know, you have to be pragmatic about it, that that's just what's going to happen in an industry. Yeah. Especially one that became so influential, mm-hmm. like overnight, seemingly. Uh, and so I'm just thankful that like I went to college, I have skill sets that exist outside of YouTube. Yeah. And I think a lot of, 
young people that want to be YouTubers think, I'll just do that and then I'm set. But that's not the reality yeah. of it at all. Yeah. That you have to be able to like function in a world that's the creative world, not just as a YouTuber. Yeah. And it, what YouTube has become to young people is so much bigger than it was to us. Mm-hmm. Like it's their news. You know, Twitter is their right. Fox, CNN. Uh, YouTube like we had is... Thursday nights on NBC. We watch Friends. And yeah. And now we don't have that. Yeah. So people watch YouTube. We had Nick at Night. Y'all really <laughs> fucked up. Y'all really missed out. We had Nick at Night. We had all that. But then we have like, there are these beautiful moments on mm, YouTube. Right. I remember oh, right. like when I was in college and I saw like Bo Burnham's videos. Oh, yeah. Like, You've got to be kidding me. But he also, he did it right. He left YouTube before it got gross and went to the traditional path and, like, is making really profound stuff. But, like, like, how do you feel about that, right? Because I think a thing, too, a reason why people stay and believe in BuzzFeed is because we know that you can certainly go do the traditional. I mean, like, you Mm -hmm. had a TV show. Like, you've done that kind of vertical but Mm -hmm. there is sort of we're also trying to figure out how to make traditional more digital right so where because the advertising dollars are still in traditional media how do we find that balance you know how how do we make it the next netflix or hulu or whatever where people are gonna flock i mean it does come down to like youtube is a brand there are people that work in an office for youtube and that are handling things in ways that people don't necessarily agree with right Mm -hmm. now and so it does come down to like the company itself taking ownership and consideration of like the environment that they're cultivating and we're essentially all employees to youtube like youtube is my you know company that Mm -hmm. i work for and so as my boss they have to like work in a way with my coworkers and such that makes the whole environment thrive and Mm -hmm. so when there is like an issue like a logan paul issue it's like any office space where someone fucks up in your office and your boss you have to go boss that's you yeah. have to handle that. There's like, no, like, HR. <laughs> right, exactly. And so that's the weird thing is that people think YouTube is this, like, amorphous, like, cloud that we all yeah. exist in when it's a real company that has to, like, handle their employees the that way that every other corporation should. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really bizarre. I think the cool thing is, and this is my hope, because I think 2017 was, like, a year that in talking to a lot of my friends that are content creators, we all were just like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of, like, burnout happening. Yeah, for and sure. We do a couple, like, retreats with YouTube throughout the year, and there was a lot of focus on, like, mental health yes. and, like, taking That's time great. off of the internet, which I think speaks to like the larger issue of like we've all been doing this for a decade Mm -hmm. and there is going to be a burnout and that's emotionally and you know physically what's happening to a lot of people and it's important to step away and think where am I in the world right now but with that I think people are starting to step away to get clarity and come up with ideas like the beginning stages of YouTube that are new and like nuanced and also like got you excited yeah Yeah, that's I think what we're all chasing now is like what was remember that like foreign feeling of being excited about uploading a video rather than feeling like you have to upload something. Yeah, it's a job. Yeah, so now we're all, I think, kind of dialing back and figuring out, at least for myself, Mm -hmm. I know I'm trying to, like, figure out what is the new, cool, exciting thing that still exists in a world that uh, kind of crosses traditional and and new media at the same time, and what does that look like? And it's all question marks, but it could be cool. It's the Wild West, people will call it. What does make you excited? Like, what are you watching? What do you think something... What are you listening to? Are you reading anything neat? What what tickles your fans? Cold Case True Crime Podcast. Dirty John. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) I I just listened to Dirty John a couple months ago. It's great. I also just started listening to Someone Knows Something. Oh, I heard about this one. It's good. There's not... 
closure. Ooh. I'll put that. That's the only thing because Dirty John is such a full story. Yeah. That you get, <laughs> it's insane. Highly recommend. I guess that's why Unsolved does so well on BuzzFeed because, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. everyone knows it's going to be Unsolved, but there is something you get where you get well, you to make your own opinions. Well, you think you, that everyone thinks that they're a genius. Yeah. And so you play along that you're like, I'm going to figure out this murder mystery. Yeah. yeah. To the point that I heard a podcast recently that had ads for, uh, you know how they have subscription yeah. boxes like Nature Box? The serial killer? Yeah, serial killer, killer box. box. I kind of want to do that. I did too. And I'm like. How you guys haven't got this box and opened <laughs> it? already got it. No, I haven't. But oh. I'm saying how you guys haven't seems like that. a real easy thing. We're yeah. just now getting into the ad space. Like we just started recording our first ads. In like, Squarespace? We, 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 Not Squarespace. <laughs> we've got like That's Third Love, Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Oh, that Blue Apron. I use it all the time. Do you? We get I, our first box next week. This is not an ad. No, it's fun, but they sponsor my podcast, and I genuinely love them. They're yeah. really great. Shit, oh, I'm excited make, to be in the kitchen. Yeah, they make you feel like you're really good at cooking. <laughs> Said no woman ever. It's 2018. <laughs> what I meant was I can't wait to eat and fuck. Yeah. What? Sorry. Oh, my God. Um, okay. But how do you guys, my question to you guys, because you're... You're in the digital space, but you're under the umbrella of BuzzFeed. Yeah. So how do you guys see something like Logan Paul happen in the space? And how does it affect, like, you guys on a personal level and as a company, like, broad? Yeah. Did you guys, like, have any, like, meetings about that? We had sort of internal, like, no one called a meeting. Yeah, but we, it was something so naturally that we all just kind of talked over our company chat or, like, in person about it. Because I think people do look at us to have some sort of response, right. especially because Kate and I have talked so much about, like, mental health and um, that being a, a big vertical that BuzzFeed does try and cover a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we gave any, like, official company statement, and that's always weird when you do work for a corporation right. where you, you have, have to have... monitor how you speak about it personally. To a degree, because, like, also what's made us successful is being unapologetically our own brands. Right. So I, I would never want to get the <clears throat> company in trouble, sure. but I also don't think it's ever come to that where people so strongly think I rep BuzzFeed so hard that I I can't separate myself versus where like our news vertical, they have to be really careful about like what they tweet. Personal opinions. Yeah. 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 I don't, I think that the, (laughs) I don't know how you do videos every week, like multiple (laughs) videos. Like I, I'm not, I'm very much away from YouTube, like of understanding all of that stuff. I don't, I don't really know like the the politics. I don't understand a lot of it. This like even working here at BuzzFeed, I was really excited because I got healthcare and I got a paycheck. So yeah. like, great, because stand up is really really hard. Yeah, and so, like, I'm I'm dying, and so I've tried really hard to to not censor myself when I do think things about people but it's hard to be like oh I do work for a company you know what I mean like I tweeted at Logan Paul because I think he's a piece of shit and yeah. I think that he that <laughs> yeah. exploited within three weeks like and this is just my opinion just Kate's opinion I'm not speaking for anyone else yeah I think he exploited a very sensitive topic for more money yeah oh for sure yeah I literally had to I shot a video of myself saying everything I honestly felt about Logan Paul and then I put that footage in the garbage because yeah. I just needed need to, to get, get it, it out you need to, yeah but it's true and I, my biggest like concern about his like comeback to YouTube is that it's not just him right there's yeah. a did the editor go through the training because he shot this video 22 days after yeah. shooting his first video and 
that shoot that he did with you know the head of uh, the suicide prevention hotline and uh, mm-hmm. the guy that wanted to kill himself on the Golden Gate Bridge, like that's a multiple day shoot. Yeah. So the twenty two days weren't spent in mm-hmm. solace thinking through what he did. Oh, that was, was a per- PR fucking just yeah. packaged. And it's like, did planned. your did your editor that originally said it was okay to upload that video go through this whole conversation with all these people with you did your assistant that was in the woods with you did your other friends that were in the woods with you did your producer did your agent did your manager did all of these other people see that's what breaks my heart about this whole thing is that i've watched people like you and hannah and Bo and stuff go through youtube and use it in such a positive way to like channel their creativity and be like this is what i want to make and yeah <clears throat> this is how and and people feel connected and like helped and like a little bit more loved and then I feel like you guys were in that moment where you did it because you loved this thing right and now there's this whole culture of people doing it just to be famous and they're putting all of their morals aside just to get a certain amount of views and I understand that that makes money but I just feel like that's the evil yeah, it's yeah. disingenuous, it's inauthentic, and it's affecting people that are actually influenced by this, yeah. thinking that this is Kids, real. man. It's yeah. crazy how fucking crazy their fans are. Yeah, that's the saddest part that gets me, like, actually sad. Yeah. It's, like, thinking about how these people... If, I watch Phil DeFranco a lot on YouTube because I think he does a really great job of presenting news as unbiased as he can while still kind of, you know, flirting with his opinion here and there. And his major point about the Logan Paul situation was it's not about him, it's about like the ecosystem and how before the video even got taken down, 500,000 kids liked it. It was still monetized too, and his apology was monetized. It was so mishandled by so many things, but the bigger issue is that he has an audience of just rabid, young, young, impressionable as shit. Right, that think that he's their savior, he's this god, he's this like deity that... It does everything well and when he fucks up he apologizes and look how better he is than yeah. everyone else and it's like there's a core issue that's wrong with what's happening yeah i just it feels so weird to me it feels like the same thing it, he feels like a cigarette and you're just handing him <laughs> yeah, out to kids yeah that's really you're like, true they'll be hooked they'll buy the merch they'll do yeah. all this stuff and then they'll be because you, when you're a kid, you are desensitized to stuff. You say shitty things, you mm-hmm. do shitty things, but you're also 11. Right, and, and you're he represents this like cool, <clears throat> older guy yeah. that's everything as a child you want to be mm-hmm. or you think you want to be. Mm-hmm. And Casey Neistat tweeted about his mm-hmm. um, video that I thought was great, that he's like, I understand why people would have reservations. It's going to be like a journey and watching yeah. It, what he does from here, the intentions behind everything are mm-hmm. going to be a more important thing to watch than just, now he apologizes and he's right back yeah. to fucking with Japan as a yeah. whole country. And yeah, because that was another thing he did. I don't want this whole episode to be about him because I hate him, so <laughs> we could like move on to anything But it's else. good because people have been asking us <laughs> but to I do, talk about it. I do think it's like this is how I don't believe, this is why I don't believe his actual, like, the video about being like, oh, I wasn't aware about, like, mm-hmm. aware of suicide. It's like, that was the main thing wrong with your video. The rest of you going around Japan. Everything else was yeah, problematic. problematic. And it shit. seems as though you were able to just gloss right yeah. over. Yeah, that, I saw the video because I stopped watching his videos a while ago and I saw that came out that was like, yeah, he showed a dead body, but also this is what he had been doing leading up to right. that in Japan the whole time. That you're he like smashed that Game Boy and then went back to the store and the guy's like... It's just total disrespect of a yeah. country that is not where you live. And yeah. you if, when you're there, when you're going to other countries, you represent people the country. People already fucking hate from. Americans. Like, what? That's gonna be our representation for like young people to to yeah. look at and to think that that's okay and learn from. It's, it's also a little sad, right? That someone that 
is likely so uninteresting that they have to do things like that to think people <laughs> think that they're interesting. Like that you can't just Shit, actually yeah. go enjoy a country and yeah. people find it interesting because you're a whole formed human that yeah. you have to smash Game Boys and like fuck with like people that don't speak your language yeah. because everything else you do is not entertaining enough. I, I, I don't know why I keep thinking about like the Kardashians when we talk about this because it's not the same, but I, I keep thinking about like when that first came out mm-hmm. and how people were like, oh, what is this trash reality TV? Yeah. And now I've been watching for whatever, 15, 14 seasons. I got seasons. obsessed like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I, I knew everything about it, but I was like on a plane. I had nothing else to watch. I was yeah. just like, I'm fascinated by right. it. And like, they're problematic as fuck. Like just between, besides all the cultural appropriation and shit, like that's happened, but they also have done a lot of good. And yeah. I feel like it's, it feels very manicured and catered when we do see them doing, you know, stuff for charity or whatever. Right. Um, who they are is actually people, you know, cameras off. We don't know but i feel like that was our version sort of of a logan paul where it's like we're giving these people this platform and we're still giving them our money and i feel like Mm -hmm. they have changed a little bit like they do now include in their episodes stuff like where they go and they talk to like planned parenthood or they go yeah and talk to like homeless (laughs) youth or blah 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 i do feel the difference is they're really self-aware about the fact that they're manufactured yeah and i think logan thinks he's just a normal dude that, that started from the nuts. bottom and now he's here and it's like but you everything you've done is completely manufactured when you I have a my big issue with the internet and a lot of people will probably think differently is I'd never say I love you to fans or to an audience mm-hmm. and a lot of people would be like we lo-, like there's a very disingenuous I think uh, level of like I just tell my audience I love them and then they'll keep watching rather than like an actual, I have such appreciation and gratitude Mm. for anyone that spends a second watching anything I put online asking them to watch. Yeah. But there's a weird like culture of having to tell an audience you love them. That's a good point. And it's so bizarre to me. And maybe I'm just like a repressed English girl. No. Like uh, I just, I've always thought that that's so disingenuous. And I have a lot of content creator friends that really love what they do they really respect their audience base and like have genuine like love for like Hannah is a great representation of that and uh but I watch so many young youtubers it's literally like they're checking off boxes like Mm. say goodbye have an outro say I love you to the audience and it's like such a real emotion that people like throw around so flippantly I think the motive is what it Right, like what do you love? They love what they give you. I genuinely love saying I love you to the people who listen to this. Yeah. Because I like get the messages, I read the messages on Instagram, and I'm like, first of all, I just freaking love women for being so open and like all sharing and whatnot, and it's like a very vulnerable thing to do, and I think it's really cool that people have like that platform or whatever, but I I guess, yeah, I guess you could just, I mean, maybe you can't always see it, it's just... Depends That's, on where it's coming from. Be like, I love you guys. Now tell your friends about it. Right, yeah. exactly. Keep yeah. buying my merch because I love you. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there's a weird sense of intention behind it. Yeah. It's like, I believe that you truly read all of your messages mm-hmm. and like get a sense of inspiration mm-hmm. and like empowerment from having a dialogue with mm-hmm. an audience. But I think there's a lot of young YouTubers and yeah. people that want to be content creators that just see it as like a way, they what have you have to. to, the same way you say goodbye to someone is you yeah. have to tell them that you love them. And I'm like, there's a, I don't know, there's a difference. I like, think. you can be a bad person and still like podcasts. I <laughs> got <Someone laughs> a lot of asshole day. messages yeah. too, on top of the good ones. <laughs> someone asked me the other day, how, like, not, not someone I don't know, like someone I know from back home, how to become an influencer. <laughs> how do you feel about that word? Um, I don't know how I feel about any words describing. <laughs> I, I've never known, every, I've done a ton of interviews where they're like, what do you call yourself? 
And Chris. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I don't know. I never know what like the right. And I'm sure you guys get this too because you guys are one people production teams mm-hmm. and you guys mm-hmm. do everything. And it's like, what is your title? What, like, like digital creator, like I editor, guess? fucking pre- which hat? What day is it? What project? Right, it changes exactly. so fast. Uh, I do. I think influencer. I mean, there's such a like a cringe to the idea of like YouTuber and that. But I'm trying as an adult to take that away mm. and let myself realize that that's just what it is. Like mm. you do have influence over yeah. an audience in yeah. some respect. So that is what it is. Yeah. It just hasn't been, I guess, like a a cooler title. Yeah, and like it, it, it insinuates that you do things for money. And I think there's yeah. a big difference between what we do and what someone who you know like a logan paul or whatever does for money yeah i think that there's like a shallowness implied Mm -hmm. with it or just like a very like yeah hollywood-esque sort of like i don't know there's something we got loyalty bitch (laughs) we got loyalties that matters that matters to me that matters in my heart yeah i think and i do think that that like eventually like going back to i think this is a moment where hopefully like the disingenuous sort Mm -hmm. of side of youtube starts to get who knows, but my hope is that it starts to get filtered out a little bit mm-hmm. and then audiences start to become more, like, cognizant of the people that they're watching. And yeah. like I hate myself, though, because... Well, I just hate myself. <laughs> I hate myself because, like, I know that if he puts out another video, I'm going to watch because I want to see how he's handling it. Right, but it's bad publicity. Right, and it's also... But I have to... Because I'm with you. I watched half of the one that he most recently put out and then I just couldn't. Yeah. My heart hurt, but... Right. It's also part of your job to be aware of yeah. what's happening in pop culture and digital yeah. culture. So I try to tell myself that's why I'm watching it. Yeah, so. But it's also like you're watching a train wreck happen oh, you too. You can't look away. And you can't look away. But the thing is to me, like Logan to me, I've always said even when like his younger brother Jake was getting in all this like hot water about things, mm. that Logan to me is the smarter brother. Like yeah. he's way, like <laughs> yeah. he actually just kind of, it knows. Like I've met him before and been around him before and he's very business minded he's really savvy that way and so it is fascinating to me to watch someone that is i don't i don't think he's like dumb i think he makes dumb mistakes Mm -hmm. but i think he's smart and so i'm watching someone that's i forgot he's only 22 yeah, I kept thinking he was like 27 or yeah, something. Yeah, same. No, he's he's like, 20 fucking two. Yeah, and like Holy watching shit. this kid, you hope, like Casey had tweeted, like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't want to write him off completely because I do think he's smart and we'll see what happens. God, but he's it's so much time still I know. to I make a difference. It makes me anxious because I can't imagine being 22 with that sense of like <sighs> control and power and, and responsibility. Influence. And yeah. like, I wonder how many people are telling him no. <clears throat> right, that he surrounded himself by a bunch of yes men. Yeah. And it's like, at some point, who's your voice of reason? Like, his dad was posting videos after that, being Ooh, like, you're yeah. never going to get the low gang down, and all this, like, it's a lot of <sighs> layers. Is of, it? Like, is there, like, ever a point where it's like, we've kind of lost him, he's too far gone? I think that happens with a lot of celebrities. Mm. Like, there's too many yeses around you that, no, like that you don't know. Britney Spears shaved her head yeah. because of that. Lindsay Lohan lost her mind. It's yeah. Like, if people are kept in these weird bubbles of their own like self righteousness, mm-hmm. then yeah. they're gonna react eventually. You, and then the uh, not being able to trust anybody, yeah, Oof. that's gotta be. So in a way, I feel kind of <clears throat> bad for him. Yeah, yeah. But it's like at least I know I have good relationships in my life, mm-hmm. and at this point, he's gotta be questioning every relationship he has. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think keeping friends like a good support group and like grounded people and humble people. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like we have no problem telling each other when we like 
fuck up or say something yeah. like a dick move and or you like respect each other's yeah. point of view about yeah, it yeah absolutely if you ever get too big to like disregard people's beliefs That's or it's like cut me yeah. down just put me in my house and lock someone the door. take me away mm-hmm. throw me into mormonism and maybe yeah. i will have a baby like that's what keeps me humble Turn i don't my know Wi-Fi off. Um, you're very insightful. But, I mean, I know your podcast is called Not Too Deep, but yeah. like, you got some deep ass shit to say, girl. Hey, it's stews in my brain. <laughs> um, what are I? I think that's what this whole conversation started as. But like, mm-hmm. what are some things that um you would recommend to people to watch that maybe I don't know doesn't get a lot of attention that should get more or that makes you happy that well, is I'm, a weird thing no one knows. Um, to watch, I mean. One, I, like I told you guys, I've been watching BuzzFeed videos and getting just like really inspired by just like, it's just, I don't know, these so, people that are listening already know all of this, but I just started watching Ladylike too. Yes. I got really big on a Try Guys kick and then I started watching Ladylike and it's been really great. Um, and I just had this kid named uh, Steven Septic on my podcast who does Sugar Pine 7, which is... The fuck is that? It's awesome it's so it? good it makes me i have to watch it on a treadmill because i get so angry because i wish that i had thought of it because oh, it's so i love those it's, he's doing basically with a group of his friends this like daily vlogging but it's like scripted it's very like wonder years where he voices over things as they happen and you Ooh. can't it blurs the line between like what's real and what's scripted not in a david dobrik way but like mm. in an actual like narrative of friends and it's so fucking funny yeah and they're all like 20 22 that i'm like or 24 maybe oh, that you're like, like fuck i think <laughs> Uh, he came from SourceFed. He was like a SourceFed host for a second before that kind of closed and then started this group. And now he's under the Rooster Teeth umbrella. Oh, okay. And they're just really fucking funny. They're, they just seem like good kids, yeah. too. That you're like, I hope you get popular because I think you'll do okay with it. Yeah. You won't Logan Paul yourself. Yeah. Like, you guys are grounded and smart and like kind of it nerds, but they're really, really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I so forget been, that like we work in entertainment at the end of the day. It's yeah. always hard to like blur yeah, the exactly. line between. But, He's doing a really great job. It's like this new form of vlogging that I'm like, God, this is so smart. And I hope is like what is the new kind of revelation on YouTube is that it's just a really great way to combine scripted and like daily vlogging. So what's next for you? <clears throat> what are you excited also, about? Yeah, what do you like want to do? I feel like you have accomplished You've so much You've done so already. much fucking shit, man. Holy fuck. Books, <laughs> TV shows, mm-hmm. fucking merch. <laughs> You're like uh, yeah. falling in love. What the fuck else? You, we're done. That- You've done everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say you're done. Uh, I meant like you, you're so accomplished. Wow, I'm jealous. An Etsy shop. Um, <laughs> I I want to get back to doing scripted stuff. Uh, I think I'm trying to take time now to like write more and mm-hmm. to like uh, collaborate more with people and sort of like YouTube is a fun thing to do. But I want to now figure out like what's a scripted series that I can incorporate mm. into my YouTube and like. Uh, Mamrie and I are working on a show together, which should be really nice. fun. I love that. I yeah, love that. which is really exciting, and I don't know why we haven't done it sooner, but it's in the works, so that'll come out soon. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I want to do more scripted stuff. I've been, it's been a second since I've done any of that, and yeah. I've been, like, playing myself on my YouTube channel for a yeah. while. Well, so I know. just had your Bachelor thing. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed with The Bachelor. Do you guys watch this? I, I just do. got into it, like, two <clears throat> two or three seasons ago. It's so fast. I mean, talk, I watch Unreal. I love Unreal. It's so good. It almost ruins watching The Bachelor. Because you're like, this is not, there's a producer off so camera that's up. feeding them this line. <laughs> yeah. But it's fascinating to watch in that regard, too, because you're still like, how do these girls 
still do this and go through this. Wait, I wanted to ask you what the weird obsession, well, not weird, what the obsession with wrestling is with you guys. Oh, yeah. I always see yeah. you watching it or doing something at it. I Royal Rumble last night. It was great. What? When uh, did that start? How is that such a big part of your life? So, when I was younger, my older brother and I used to watch wrestling. But okay. then, randomly, like, two years ago, a year ago, WWE reached out to my manager and was like, would Grace <laughs> want tickets to... Uh, Wrestle me or to uh, Monday Night Raw at the Staples Center, and I asked Mamrie. She's like, "Of course we're going." Oh my god! <laughs> and so we went with our friend Jared, and then literally it was like, it's the best theater I've ever been to. It's huh. so fun, and it's also so wonderful because there's like this whole culture around it that's sweet. Even really, when people, even when people are booing and saying you suck and like throwing middle fingers up to all the wrestlers, there's this weird like. acceptance of like this is where they get to do this yeah like this really sweet supportive system it's really cool so we've just gone down the rabbit hole and gotten obsessed with it i love when people love it so much it's It's like when you go to renaissance fair right oh oh wait not renaissance we went to medieval times yeah but that's same. i also i'm a big advocate of medieval times oh dude girl i threw my birthday there this year it's the best like 30 drunk 30 year olds uh i went for, it was awesome uh, Best in, night. yeah in new york we took a friend that turned 30 and a bunch of our friends and like at the end we were like yeah let's get tequila shots and then oh. we realized that like patron shots are like 30 or like 15 dollars <laughs> each and we we're like no 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 but it's so much fun it's so I fun they put the tricky down and go this is dragon <laughs> I can't like, your hands and shit. And yeah. then everyone's drunk, and I kept trying to ask the waitress. I was just like, when did, like, I was asking her, yeah. I was like, are the horses okay? Uh, <laughs> I you felt check so on the falcon. You, the falcon, the, the day we were there, he hit the wall. We, we saw oh. a falcon hunt. The one day that we were there, the falcon wouldn't come out of the rafters. He <laughs> that sat there, and the guy was just like holding his hand out. Well, they had like, him on a string. They had him on a string. Oh, oh so they, they got smart. It. They got smart, yeah. So they, they were like, like whipping him around, and then they just. It's so much fun. Uh, I was going to ask you guys, if you are you reality TV fans, yes. if you had to be on a reality TV show, which oh, one would you go on? Oh, what a great question. Uh, I, I think about this all the time. I don't know. I think I would do some sort of like MasterChef Junior. I just love those junior? kids. Are you kidding me? Well, I don't have any skills in the kitchen. Oh. Remember we talked about this. Blue Apron's going to be my first time yeah. in the kitchen. But. I would want to be a guest on Travel Man. I what? Like that. Oh my god! I don't okay. know what. Okay, 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 okay. Have you guys seen the IT Crowd? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, that show from England. Yeah. Yeah. Richard yeah. Iowati, who is the uh, he's the the one who's like, I'm your wife, Roy. Yeah, I'm yeah. your wife. Him. Uh, and he's also. Did you see Paddington? No. Okay. Um, <gasps> what a spread we've got going. He's a, yeah, he's also in that. He's in. He's in a ton of things. He's so freaking funny Uh and he has a show on youtube called travel man where he goes and explores different cities for like two days Uh with and he has like different celebrity celebrities come with him Uh oh and it's so funny and he has like the one i'm in the middle of is the one with john ham and like he Uh had yes dude cool also to watch listen i don't want to objectify anybody i really don't (laughs) but i just have to say watching John the Hamm. way John Ham walks, I was like, I know that there is a Guys, better tweet at Travel Man and tag yeah. Kate Poterman. <laughs> I love him so much. He's so funny and he's so smart and he's just. Oh, it's man. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to watch it. I What's was, yours? Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
Real Housewives. I love Real Housewives. Which, which city? <sighs> Probably Jersey. I just oh, want to okay. be like a yes. friend of like the daughter that's just like in the house when they're fighting. That's oh, just like, like cut back to the party that I'm just 15. like watching. You could just be get a gif, a mm-hmm. constant gif. You're just the one exactly. in the background. Yeah, so it's just like was there the whole time. Yeah, oh, be great. Yeah. I feel like we can make this happen if we just get our viewers to tweet it at them enough. That's what yeah. I've been asking them to do is do the, all the work for me. Um, okay, we've been recording for fucking ever. Uh, let's give our shout out. Wait, this was so fun though. This was so Hi. And you guys are coming on Not Too Deep eventually. Yeah. Hell yeah, we'd love to, bitch. Yeah. That shit's so funny. I've learned so much about YouTubes and YouTubers from listening to Not Too Deep. I can't oh, wait. We can't yeah. wait. What Let's blow up like? Israel. <laughs> uh, okay, my shout outs for the week is, want to shout out Brooke for just running our Twitter account. This sweet, sweet girl, Brooke. Oh, wait, you, I, she always tags you in things. She's a huge fan, Brooke. Uh, she was one of the ones who like suggested you come on the podcast. Anyways, oh. when we started adult <laughs> shit... We didn't grab the Twitter handle. She grabbed it for us and has oh, been fully running a Twitter. East Coast? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think her name's like Brooke Shauna or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that girl. She's yeah. literally been running our Twitter account with over a thousand followers for free <laughs> out of awesome. the kindness of her heart. Yeah, uh, she's great. Also at Claire Elaine at M Hygren at Kayla. Hush. This is always hard. This is always hard for us. Oh, my handwriting is like a young child <laughs> at O M one one one. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> First second with me, guys. Um, my shout outs are at Wonder Woman is Key, at underscore Muller with a three, and at Dancing Laner. Guys, uh, make sure you go and listen to Grace's podcast. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, what else can you plug? Uh, my YouTube channel is just Grace Helbig, and it's just Grace Helbig across all social media platforms and all that Smart fun stuff. Smart girl. Yeah. Smart girl. And check out Not Too Deep because you guys will be on in the near hey! to distant future. Yeah, yeah near to distant future. <laughs> Don't forget to go subscribe on iTunes and rate us. That helps with the ratings. Uh, what's the other thing we say? Oh, follow me at Kelsey Dyer on all the things. Uh, me, Kate Peterman on Instagram and at, at K-A-Y-G-E-P-E-A. <sighs> On Twitter because I don't think you could change your Twitter. You can. Handle. There's some way you can do. It. I don't know how, but there is some way. If anyone Twitter, out Twitter, there guys, yeah. could help me change my fucking Twitter handle, you, there has to be a way. We're gonna do it. Uh, I, I and then spell it every week. When we 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 yell fucking bye at our listeners. So we yell yeah. Fucking bye. Yeah. Fucking bye.